on episode 31 of DevTalk, I speak to Maddie Legere about Xamarin Forms, XAML Hot Reload, and other new and upcoming Xamarin features. Welcome to another episode of DevTalk. My name is Kerry Lothrop, and today's guest is Maddie Legere. Maddie is a program manager at Microsoft working on Xamarin Tooling, and I'm happy to have her on. Hello, Maddie. Hi, Kerry. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being my guest today. Uh, I, I'm very interested when I, when I follow you on Twitter. You are all about the Xamarin stuff that I love. And uh, you are, uh, I think you've been there like for like a year or, or longer? Yeah, just about a year and a half now, actually, which is exciting. So summer 2018, I started. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that was right uh, before the the um, developer summit. Oh, no. Was it? No. Oh, that was, it was, that a, was a year, okay. about a year, a year before, before the first one. Okay. So I had a good year to onboard before the big event. <laughs> okay. And and what is it you're working on? My role changes day to day, but I like to call myself kind of the productivity PM for Xamarin Forms developers. So everything I work on, all of my goals are always to make it quicker and easier and faster and more delightful to develop your Xamarin Forms apps. Okay, that sounds like you you're talking about like Miguel about the being delightful and delighting developers. Oh yeah, of course. Delight developers. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so which which tools are these that uh, you are what does it mean to be a, a program manager? You you oversee uh, the whole feature or tool from start to beginning? Yeah, I mean, there's a team of us. So a lot of you are probably familiar with Pierce Bogan, who's been in the community for a while or been a PM at Xamarin for a while. Um, he kind of heads tooling all up and looks at the vision for tooling across Xamarin Forms and the Xamarin Native uh, platforms and other things he can do in Visual Studio and Visual Studio for Mac. And then there's a few mm -hmm. of us that target specific areas. So my target is Xamarin Forms. And a lot of that ends up being XAML or C Sharp UI or you know, just Visual Studio things that can make handling a .NET standard project with multiple different project, uh, target projects, something like that, making that easier as well. Okay. The, there's been a lot of news about new features that have come out. Are, are any of those features under your responsibility? Oh, yes. Yes. So I can't take the credit for Hot Restart, unfortunately, okay. which I will for sure talk about. But Hot Reload has kind of been my, I call it my baby. It's been me and a, an amazing developer team's baby for about a year, a little bit less than a year now. So XAML Hot Reload is a new feature. It's completely built into Visual Studio now. All you have to do is check a checkbox to turn it on, run your app, debug it, change your XAML, and hit save. And then it's going to immediately refresh the page that you're on. It'll show you what, you know, what that UI change to your XAML is going to look like with real data, with the navigation state that you're currently in, and it's not going. It takes less than a second usually. So I like add a new button in my XAML, and and do I save or, or what happens? Exactly. Yep. So you could just add a button. You can actually delete like whole chunks of XAML or or add a whole bunch of stuff back, and mm -hmm. hit save, and then Hot Reload will push it over the debugger, refresh the page, or refresh the control, uh, and and immediately show you those changes. And it works with things like shell. So if you're doing a Xamarin Forms shell app and you want to change, mm -hmm. you want to add a tab or remove a tab, works with things like your resource dictionaries. So you can really do a lot of tweaking during runtime. Okay, so um, you said this is for XAML pages only. So that means I, I start my app, I, I do a couple of clicks, I land on the page that I, I'm looking at, and then I can actually debug that page or does it like have to be the start page? 
No, any page. So it's just like we're running your actual app. So it's just like you, you're debugging. The only difference is you can edit your XAML now. So in some cases, you might get bumped back to the start page if you change something like a global resource or, or a navigation thing for, for Shell. That might take you mm-hmm. back to the first page. But other than that, you'll keep your navigation and you'll keep your view model state. And it will support any of the custom controls that you're building in XAML, especially, um, or if you're even using third-party controls, those will work as well. Okay. There used to be a thing called the live player. Um, is this is that still still a thing, or is it um, is does this replace that, or is it com- something completely different? Yeah, that's a good question. We hear it a lot for sure. There were a couple cracks we took as as the Xamarin team at what we call runtime iteration, which is mm-hmm. basically the idea of editing your app while it's running instead of doing all the editing, running it, checking it, stopping it, editing, uh, which okay. that's, that's design time iteration is what we call that. So with runtime iteration, the first crack at it was live player. And the idea behind that was that, you know, you should be able to just have an app on your phone that can run your app, basically. And you open mm-hmm. it and that'll let you change things live. Uh, and it worked for a lot of cases. Live Player's biggest shortcoming was that it had a hard time. We kind of picked and choosed the libraries we wanted to support mm-hmm. based on what we thought was popular. So it would fall apart for people if you were doing kind of your own custom stuff. And that was a solvable problem, but we we thought we could take a better approach and a better crack at it that was going to be more fully featured. So that turned into Live Reload, which was about probably two years ago, Live Reload mm-hmm. launched in the extension store. And that was the, more similar to what we have now for XAML Hot Reload, but you installed it as an extension. You put a live reload.init call in your app.xaml.cs, and you connected over a local host when you were running your app, and then could change your XAML and it would push it over the network. So that also worked really well. And Mm -hmm. that was a model pretty similar to what we're doing with XAML Hot Reload now, except what happened was we had a lot of people who wanted to test things on their personal phones. And so if you're at a company, an enterprise company that has like a corporate network and your PC is on the corporate network or your Mac, and then your phone is on the guest network or like the the employee network, you can't push it over the internet like that. So there were a lot of issues with networks and also just in general, we thought that, you know, we could make it a more fully featured, no setup solution built right into Visual Studio. And that's when we circled back and came up with the XAML hot reload we have today. Okay. So I remember Live Player was uh, basically interpreted C Sharp. So th- there's a, an app that gets um, reviewed by, by Apple and or, or Google. It's in the App Store. You download that and then at runtime, you send it some C-sharp code. And I think the magic was that it doesn't get compiled. It gets interpreted. And that way, it doesn't Apple doesn't uh, kick the app from the store. And and uh, yeah, I think that that's probably what, where the, uh, the limitations came from, because you have to be sure to be able to interpret all of that C-sharp code. And, but is this a different, co- a different functionality or, or a different approach? It is a different functionality and approach. So the the interpreter is still required, but only on iOS devices mm-hmm. for the same reason that Apple doesn't let... Apple is fully an AOT, an ahead-of-time compilation. So you can't just put code into the running app, even when you're debugging. But the interpreter mm-hmm. solves that problem, and that's one of the big perks of Mono. But XAML Hot Reload is specifically for XAML, and our idea was to support any XAML change, whatever it was, no matter how complicated or how custom... 
Um, that was kind of what we wanted to target first. And then we want to revisit the C-sharp problem separately and attack it separate from the XAML problem because they are two completely different beasts. But Hot Restart, which is the newest feature coming to Visual Studio, I believe it is in preview now, and this is February 2020 we're talking. Mm -hmm. Hot Restart kind of takes that missing piece of the live player where they gave you an app that you could interpret into and reuses that idea for C-sharp changes. So the difference with Hot Restart is that it doesn't maintain your state. So when you Hot Restart something, it's going to start you back up at the beginning of the app. But by using that interpreted method and by keeping that kind of like shell app, it skips the signing process for debugging only, only for development. You definitely, definitely, definitely need a Mac and an Apple developer account, of course, to use it um, and a Mac to ship to the store. But when you're debugging, you can now launch an app on your iPhone and hot restart it. And then in about, I think, less than 10 seconds is about what it's at right now, be up and running again with the same app at the start page. So that is the other part of that live player technology that has been iterated on and, and tested and, and has fallen into that. Okay. So is this, uh, do, do you, is it the, from the user's perspective, do you also just edit and then it re restarts or is that you, you deliberately restart? This one, you deliberately restart. So okay, we didn't want to, yeah, we didn't want to kick you back to the beginning of your app without warning. Mm -hmm. So there's a button at the top and and I believe Pierce or Jimmy Garita wrote a really good blog about it. There's a button right at the top that just says hot restart and you click it and it'll start you right back up. Okay, so it is more like uh, deploying and starting an app, but you leave out some of the steps that are basically always the same or, or yeah, exactly. repetitive. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, so, but, but, and you mentioned Mac and uh, Xcode and everything, and this is only for iOS or for all platforms? So right now, Hot Restart is for iOS on Windows. That's the mm -hmm. place that we could deliver the most value the quickest. Oh. So typically the workflow is you pair to your Mac on the internet, um, you build your iOS app, and then you can debug on the remote simulator or on an iPhone plugged into that Mac. Hot Restart, because you can skip some of those steps for debugging, specifically. Mm -hmm. um, you can plug your iPhone directly in. And as long as you have a valid Apple developer account and valid uh, team and all the provisioning stuff already done, you can actually just skip the Mac part for the development because of Hot Restart, which is great. So we want to expand it. We want to bring it to Mac as well and to Android. But for, for first, kind of the first run of it, it's iOS on Windows. It makes sense because that's that's like the scenario that took the longest because exactly. you always had to have a Mac uh, connected and and I, th that's actually how I how I started that's that was my typical typical workflow because I I didn't want to lose my tooling on Windows and and then I we wrote iOS apps um, basically on on Visual Studio for Windows even before there was Visual Studio for Mac. And um, yeah, but it, it took some time and it, it was still worth it because the tooling was so so good. But nowadays, right. the Visual Studio for Mac is so much better that we, we just run to, or develop on a Mac. So yeah, yeah. But yeah. maybe maybe that would change if if it if it weren't so uh, sluggish, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know there are pros and cons to both. I mean, part of it is just what you're comfortable with too. Mm -hmm. We want you to be able to use whatever tool you like. We don't want you to have to be running Windows on your Mac to be a successful developer. And we don't want you to have to have a Mac in a closet somewhere to be a successful developer on Windows, right? So mm -hmm. we want to work within your workflow. 
Okay, and uh, the there was this f- functionality to like work with your uh, or deploy to an iPhone over Wi-Fi. Is does that also work in combination, or do you have to have like the, the phone plugged in? Um, I'm actually not sure with Hot Restart. I don't know mm-hmm. if I've actually tested it yet. I'm pretty sure the plan is for that to work if it doesn't right now, but there might be some weird things about pushing the code over the internet that's different. Um, I know with Hot Reload, you can get it working, no problem. Okay. And what are, what are some of the other things you're working on? Yeah, I think right now a lot of my focus is on improving Hot Reload and making it more than just hitting save and seeing things refreshed. So we've been looking at what you know, what Live Reload did that people really liked, what other hot reloading solutions for different types of apps and for the web do. And one of the new features that we're coming out with that is in preview now is multi-target hot reloading. So you can Mm -hmm. deploy to an iPhone and an Android or an iOS uh, simulator and an Android phone and hit save. And both of those targets will be updated immediately. So you can have them. You need like a second monitor for sure if you're going to do this. But you can have your iPhone and your Android screen mirrored and just hit save and see how that change is going to look on both of them instantaneously without having to de- deploy it twice or anything. Okay. So if your XAML is like in a net dot and, dot and standard library? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's shared yeah. between the platforms and you want to see right away what it looks like. Exactly. Okay, cool. Yep. So that's one of the big things we're working on with Hot Reload. There's a lot more coming down the pipeline. Um, there's going to be a Xamarin focus.net conf focus on Xamarin conference uh, mm-hmm. March 23rd. And hopefully we'll have some more good stuff to show there. But the developer community website, developercommunity.com.visualstudio.com maybe. Yeah. Which you get to from help report a problem or help suggest a feature in Visual Studio has been filled with amazing, amazing ideas for Hot Reload. And you can go and actually upvote those ideas on that website. So that's kind of how we've been prioritizing which features we want to work on next. So some of the big ones we're looking at now are UWP support, um, you know, reloading just the control that you changed instead of the whole page, which can help if you're using something like a base content page and your constructor doesn't get reloaded the way you need it to for the sub page you're doing. There's a whole bunch of stuff in that realm. And then even more, we're looking at things like bringing over some stuff from the Windows experience. So the live visual tree and the live property inspector are tools that people who come from the UWP and WPF world are really familiar with and love. We want to bring those two over to Xamarin as well. And speaking of WPF, I have a WPF project at work. And I noticed recently uh, when I start the, uh, like the, the desktop application, it also says like, uh, either hot reload or hot restart at the top. You know, you know, there's this this yes. diagnostic buttons at the top. Yeah, is that related? So they, so UWP and WPF have had basically what they call XAML edit and continue, mm-hmm. which was their answer to C sharp edit and continue. But they've rebranded it as XAML hot reload because that's kind of the colloquial name for it now. Okay. And we've worked really closely with them to make sure that our experiences line up. But it is very similar to the Xamarin hot reload. You debug your app and then. There's actually works without save, which is something we are considering bringing over as well. But you can just make your change in XAML and it'll update on your running target. And they also have a whole suite of tools where you can like click, you can pause the app, click on an element, and then see in the IDE like where it is in the XAML, where it is in the live visual tree, which is basically a document outline for your running app. And there's a whole experience built around it that's really awesome. 
I saw some tweets recently from people in the Xamarin community, and it was along the lines of, if you're starting new with Xamarin Forms technology, don't use XAML. So if, if this is yeah. if XAML is something new to you, just uh, go to do C sharp UI. I, I was wondering if you, you've heard of that, or is that something you're you're also targeting, or is that that's probably the, the hot restart path, right? Right. That's definitely interesting. I mean, we have a majority of our Xamarin Forms developers do as much as they can in XAML. Mm -hmm. And part of that is because people came from the Windows development world. Part of that is because people came from a world where they liked using something like HTML. But the reality is that, yes, like a lot of people are coming out of school or coming into the software engineering world knowing their UI built right in line with their business logic. And it's a different model than what .NET has kind of been for a while, but it's something mm -hmm. we embrace. That being said, when it comes to prioritizing tooling, since the majority of our customers are on XAML, XAML has come first for something like Hot Reload. But that doesn't mean we don't want to support people who prefer to use C Sharp, which is a totally valid thing. Part of that is, um, I don't know if you've seen on the Xamarin Forms repo, there's actually a pull request to merge in uh, Vincent H's, I can't say his last name, sorry, Vincent, his <laughs> C Sharp for Markup project and pull it right into Xamarin Forms so that there's a more fluid C Sharp API for UIs, which would be great. And part of us on the Hot Reload side, we're looking at how we can expand the Hot Reload story to include not only C-sharp UI, but C-sharp business logic and view models. The challenge with that is that it's a really, really multifaceted problem. And if you change something in the constructor of your code behind, we have to handle it completely, completely different than if you add a field in your view model or something or, or add a, you know, like add a new click, a command in your view model. There's just a whole lot that goes into it. So unfortunately, I don't have any promises yet, but it's definitely something we're thinking of because we would love to support the people who prefer C-sharp as well as the people who love XAML. Um, I was wondering, we had a, a show about or an episode about Uno, and that's like competitor to Xamarin Forms in a way. Does that, that probably wouldn't work with Hot Reload. Would it work with Hot Restart? I'm not sure. I wouldn't call Uno a competitor. I know they're a lot, a lot of the like vibe I see on Twitter and in the community is that Uno is a competitor because they do the cross-platform stuff. But mm -hmm. in reality, Uno is a customer of Xamarin. Like they use Xamarin under the hood for iOS yeah. and Android, and it's it really comes down to if you prefer the UWP XAML flavor or the Xamarin Form XAML flavor, and if you prefer prefer their tool chain or kind of the standard Xamarin Forms tool chain. I love Uno. I think it's an awesome product. I don't know what their tooling looks like frankly i i imagine that they have a i think i saw that they have a similar hot restart thing recently on twitter but okay. i don't know too much about their hot reload story right now i'm gonna have to learn because i handed in an abstract for a conference in june and oh. <laughs> <laughs> talking about uno and uh, that was just me trying to get to learn that that uh, platform oh yeah I, I, I didn't mean competitor in a, in a bad way i meant actually yeah. like an alternative because uh, basically Xamarin Forms is just a library for, for Xamarin and anybody mm -hmm. could have written it. And now somebody did write another library. Or we also had Frank Kruger on, we just talked about UI. Mm -hmm. And that's also like alternative or it also works together with Xamarin Forms, but, but basically it's, it's just code running on the Xamarin platform. Exactly, exactly. And it's awesome. I mean, I, I love to see all that stuff and it's just so inspiring to see all the hype from the community to 
take things into their own hands and do it their own way. And not only with those third party, third party, I say, as in community, not the actual Xamarin Forms repo projects, but with our community contributions to the Xamarin Forms repo, they've increased so much over the past two or three years. And it's awesome to see the momentum in the community. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really, really love the community there. That's uh, the, the best part about Xamarin, actually. Good. <laughs> so you hinted a bit about what's coming up. Can you talk a little bit more about what's coming up? Or is that, I know some of that is out in the open. <laughs> yeah, um, I the I would definitely keep your eye out for the multi-target hot reloading, which is in preview now and will hopefully be in stable within the next few months. I would also feel free to go if you go to aka.ms slash XAML hot reload, that takes you to the blog post from I think September from .netconf when we announced the pub announced the public preview. And at the bottom of that blog post, there are actually a bunch of links to developer community tickets with other features we're considering. And we mm -hmm. keep those up to date. I, I know sometimes I get a lot of feedback like help report a problem, just you guys just throw that out, right? No, we have dashboards. We have to go look at all of them. Likewise with suggest a feature. So we actually keep those up to date as the engineering team like feels more comfortable that they can accomplish it. We'll promote it to under investigation instead of under consideration. Uh, and then when it's on the roadmap, we promote it. And then when we ship it, we promote it. And you can actually follow those items and uh, see as those things happen. Of course, if you're on Twitter too, we're always tweeting. Okay, um, that, that's. I'll keep an eye out, and I will add that to the show notes. That link that you mentioned. Thank you for sure. Um, anything else you, you want to tell our listeners? For sure. I mean, my expertise, I guess, or my domain is Xamarin Forms, but that doesn't mean we're ignoring Xamarin Native. There's actually a bunch of innovation going on right now with Android and Android Apply Changes. If you might have heard of it, so John Douglas on Twitter is the PM for that. Not on Twitter, but John Douglas, he is on Twitter mm -hmm. as the PM who's kind of been owning that story. And he's been looking at what Android does in Android Studio and seeing how we can bring that into the Xamarin Android experience and make it really fluid and also how that can meld in with Xamarin Forms. So if you're doing a Xamarin Forms app, but you have an Android XML page, what does that experience look like for you? Because XAML Hot Reload isn't going to work with your XML. Can you then leverage the native tooling for for apply changes? You know, there's a whole story there that we're working on. That's mm -hmm. in preview right now. Uh, on the Mac side, we have been working on in enhancing the XAML experience around the editor. So over the summer, we launched the new XAML editor, which has the same IntelliSense engine on Windows, which was a big, big, big win. So now you get the same thing, the same developer experience you'd have typing your XAML on Windows as you would on Mac. Minus a few features that we're working to bring up to speed. I know one thing that's left is snippets. If you're listening mm -hmm. and you're like, my snippets don't work. I know, we're getting there. Um, but we've also worked on bringing over a property panel. So you can actually go in and edit your Xamarin Forms. XAML control properties right there in a UI. Mm -hmm. uh, the document outline. So you can see the hierarchy of your XAML page now without having to literally read through your XAML and other yeah. things just like XAML regions, being able to clean up your XAML code and collapse sections that are named. All of that kind of innovation we're bringing over to the Mac because we know people want to be there and love the Mac experience. Mm -hmm. And then on the iOS native side, we're working on a, a smoother integration with Xcode. So, you know, some people prefer to use the Xcode storyboard editor instead of the Xamarin iOS designer. And that's totally fine, especially if you're coming from a native iOS world. That kind of makes more sense for you. Mm 
So we want to make sure that you can set that to your default. So when you double click on a storyboard file, it's going to open an Xcode. It's not going to try and open it in Visual Studio. Uh, finally, I think I think the last big feature that we have coming out on the tooling world is Xamarin Forum side. We are giving you the ability to actually turn off all of the XAML tooling. So if you're work besides besides IntelliSense, IntelliSense is staying on. But mm-hmm. if you're working on kind of a constrained machine, or if you're having some performance issues, when you know I hear this all the time when people are traveling and they're traveling with their Surface Book, they're like, "Well, you spin up the Previewer and the Document Outline and the Property Panel and the Toolbox and all these things take make it take three or four seconds for my XAML file to open. Like I want it to be instant." So in both Mac and Windows, we're going to give you a checkbox that lets you just kind of uncheck the whole enhanced XAML experience and have a a lightweight kind of just XAML editor experience from here on in, if you want, that you can change at any time. Well, that's nice. Um, Good to have configurability. For sure. And can people reach out to you if they have any uh, questions on on these um, features that you were talking about? Yes, definitely. You can reach me anytime, Maddie, M-A-D-D-Y, at Microsoft.com. Or Maddie Legere one on Twitter. Uh, my name will probably be in the show notes, so you can infer from that how to spell it. Sure. <laughs> um, and of course, on uh, the Xamarin Community Standups, which are the first Thursday of every month, me, James Montemagno, and David Ort now do those. If you ever have a, a blog post you write that you want highlighted, feel free to send it my way. I'm in the mm-hmm. Xamarin Chat Slack, and I do some Xamarin Forms 101s on YouTube sometimes on the Xamarin Developers YouTube. So if you ever have any questions related to those, feel free to drop a comment or email me. All right. I, I will collect those links. Thank you. Yes, I know. I'm just like letting them all out. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Um, so thank you very much, Maddie. This, that was very interesting. Thank you, Carrie. I appreciate you having me on. Well, thank you. And this has been another episode of Dev Talk, and we'll see each other again in two weeks. Bye-bye.